knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. Tomorrow is opening day. This morning, then I have a great hunt. Deer didn't move like usual. Everybody's got to set up in this bedding thicket. Oh, and saving this spot from the rut. It's a nice, I think it's a nice buck. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> It's a 170. That was money. I think it's down right over there. 10 yards. Woo! Whitetail Legacy Podcast. Bringing you back to the hunt and leaving a legacy. Baller rut. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. Coming in your ear holes. And happy 4th of July to everyone listening out there. I hope you had an awesome 4th of July celebration with your family and your loved ones. Um, but welcome to the show. Welcome to another week of whitetail content. And today I'm digging into why I'm not going to hunt public land this year. Um, now this topic might seem like it, you're not going to gain a lot of knowledge from it. But it might say something to sway you to public land or sway you off of public land if you've been like me and kind of exclusively hunted that in the past. Um, I'm going to shy away from that this year, um, not put a lot of assets there, put a lot more assets, cameras, stands, time into my private land um, and my private land deer. But before we get into that, let's get into people that make this possible. And everybody knows that it's Exodus Outdoor Gear. And if you guys haven't heard, they just released their new arrow line. This is a micro diameter line you can get still custom built to your bow. I just got a dozen arrows in the mail. I went with the four veins this year. Excited to shoot them. I haven't shot them yet. I've been kind of just saving them, shooting my other arrows, um, and letting them soak. Uh, I'm, I just got the package here a couple days ago. They're all nice, neat, styrofoamed up. Um, so I'm excited to break those out and let them rip. Um, but as for my Exodus update, what I did um, for the past good while was I went through all my trail cam data 
Not all of it. I haven't been through all of it. I went through 60-70% of my last year's trail cam data and relived what actually happened last year, you know, in different areas on my trail cams. And then wrote down target bucks that I want to locate this year. So I make sure that I put a cam to try to find that deer and not forget him. As well as when that deer daylighted, what direction he was going, etc. time of day. Just to see if any dots connected um, from year to year. Um, and uh, I, I've seen a lot of pictures that I completely forgot that the bucks, I know they daylight. You get a mobile cam sent to your phone or something and you get... 30 a day 30 pictures a day and they get lost in the thread or whatever and you just forget so as i was clicking through those sd cards i they were popping up and i was like oh man yeah okay he did daylight there and then trying to make a plan and decide why i thought he daylighted there was he with does was he hitting scrape etc um so that's my exodus update for the week dive back into those trail cam cards and look through that data one more time before you delete all those cards and uh, get them ready to go in the cams again um, and format those cards. Uh, but as to for getting into the show, so why I'm not hunting public land. Um, I know this is kind of the opposite of what most hunting podcasts are talking about. They're talking about hunting public land or you know scouting public land or hanging trail cameras on public land, which I also talk about on this podcast because that's what people want to hear. But for me personally, I'm not going to be doing any of that on public land. I'm not hanging any cams, not scouting anymore. I've decided that with time being my number one factor and the access that I gained last year and the year prior, um, I will be 98% private land deer hunting. Um, now, if I have a really off wind or I have it's really hot or I'm running late and I don't want to go into a sensitive area, I might go to public. Um, and just some spots that I know are good. And that's another reason that I'm not running assets out there, which I'll get into later. Um, but first off, let's talk about time. As most of you know, I'm a dad of four kids, um, husband. I work full-time for the railroad. Um, this year, uh, we're very shorthanded like everybody in COVID, and I have worked an extreme amount of hours. Um, and I just... I don't want to, I don't, I'm not going to dedicate the time that I used to do on public land. Um, I'm going to try to transition that into private land hunting and doing more with less time, if you understand. Because you can get so much more done on private land than you can on public land. Because for one, the, the land is much smaller. And for two, you don't have 30 deer to chase that is really weighing on me throughout the last couple of years and making me actually hunt worse, which I'll get into later. Um, another factor of the time is my oldest son is going to be hunting. Um, now will we go on public land and hunt? Maybe, maybe not, but he's going to have much higher odds on private land, killing the quality of deer that he wants to kill, especially. Um, so I know that a few hunts are going to be with him and I want them to be enjoyable. I want them to be easy access I want them to be fun hunts with the chance of being successful. Um, and I think that is best well suited for private land. Um, like I said, I will maybe hunt public if it's a certain situation, but um, I'm going to be solely focused on private for all my scouting, all my cams, etc. Um, so 
Let's get into the first topic of why I'm ditching the public. Um, as a lot of you know, over the past years, um, public has got incredibly popular. Um, not a lot, you know, from shows, podcasts, even my podcast, I've promoted people to hunt public land because it's a great option if you don't have anything else. Um, but there's definitely more people out there and there's definitely more people that are very well educated about deer hunting. Now, people might think it's, you know, silly that I'm shying away from, you know, the challenge of other people out there hunting, which I'm being honest. Um, I've always been honest on this show. It's something that I'm really proud about, you know, being honest with people, being up front. Um, and it is harder. Public land is harder to kill big deer, just straight up. There's no if, ands, or but it about it. It takes more time, more effort. Not saying all private land are easy. <clears throat> Don't get me wrong, but if you took 10 bucks that were killed on private land and 10 bucks that were killed on public land, I bet you the 10 on public, you know, 80% of those, 70% of those were harder to kill than the bucks. You know, you had three out of the 10 on private that were pretty hard bucks to kill. Um, and then the public land, you, 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 got, you got other guys out there. It's just harder. Just straight up, it takes more time, more work. So getting into the time and the more people, I spent so much time scouting public land, like an insane amount of time, um, off season, in season, uh, running cams, uh, running 30 plus cams on public, running them on multiple different pieces of public. Um, and the work is not worth the reward. Um, I have found giant bucks but on public, I feel like it is extremely hard to pattern a buck on trail cam. Now, if you have public that's not very heavily accessed, you know, or that has a very high buck density, maybe it's a little bit easier to pattern them. But on the public land hunting that I was doing, I would get pictures of bucks, but never any decisive pattern or anything that really said this is where this buck likes to be at this time. Um, a lot of nighttime picks, a lot of chasing doe picks, etc. So the the scouting, you know, you can scout and you can find those beds that people talk about, but find the bed, finding the bed, and figuring out how to access the bed is two completely different things. And on these pieces of public land. I could not figure out how to access these beds and kill these bucks. We killed one opening evening right off his bed. That was a for sure deal. That was one of those that worked. But these other bucks that I've been targeting, this haven't been clicking for me. <clears throat> and, you know, a lot of you know we, we targeted Magnum PI, and uh, we never could find his bedding. He didn't bet on us. He was just a rut buck. Um, so we reverted back to rut hunting tactics to kill that deer. And we had multiple encounters with him over the years of us chasing him. Um, so there is ways to be successful out there, but the amount of time in the summer and I would literally be tired of running cams by October when it was most important to run cams. I'd have so many cams out there that had dead batteries that I didn't want to go get. I'd have cams out there that I weren't pull wasn't pulling Intel off of cause I didn't want to go get. I had cams out there that were stolen, cams out there that the SD cards were took, that they I said all year, banking on the intel. Um, and a lot of times, like, 
even mobile cams, I had the SD card stolen, and it really burns because you know what's on the SD card, and you know that that guy got a picture of that giant buck that you've been hunting with zero work other than stealing your card. And now he knows that that deer is alive, and he knows that he daylighted in the area that you scouted and hung the camera and got him on camp, and he knows all that from walking past that cam and pulling the SD card. Um, Like I said, the work is not worth reward for me. Now, I don't want to shame public land for everybody that's out there pounding it. Shout out to you guys. I've been there. I've done it. I did it in the past. I went on another stint. It's just not something I want to do. Um, So that's the main factor is the time. Okay. Now, getting into the why I'm able to do this. So as a lot of you guys know, I picked up a piece of private last year, permission piece, known the guy a long time, asked him multiple times, and he finally said yes. Now, that was my second piece of um, private ground that I could hunt. And this was a bigger piece, lots of ag, which is something I didn't have. Um, And I did some work for that farmer, cleared out a fence, ran some equipment, helped him do some other things, helped him with some survey marking, and he gave me access to another piece of private, um, for all for free, just for working for him this winter. Um, so that's why that is the why. Um, I asked, I sent out seventy, I knocked on doors and sent out letters for seventy-two places, and I got all no's. Now one of these no's was the yes that I just received last year. <clears throat> he knew that I was hunting. He had a deer problem. He had other people hunting there. But now he has dedicated a chunk of timber only for me because of the work that I've put in for him and that that he can see that I love this sport. He is an old, he used to uh, deer hunt back in the day. Now he doesn't, he just farms. Great guy. He wants me to kill some deer off his property to help with, you know, the crops. And uh, he has an absurd amount of does. Um, But like I said, there is other people hunting out there, which completely fine. Um, I'd rather be hunting with two or three other people than 30 other people on public. Like, and there's ways for people to find private land. I know it's incredibly hard, um, but there's options to do it. And like I said, I'm doing it completely free. I have four private pieces of ground now. They're all for free. Um, one's 40, one's 10 acres, one's gigantic, like 150. It's mostly ag and the other one's gigantic too and there's a lot of timber on it so whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt at midwayusa.com we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns advanced scent control technologies and weatherproof options to withstand the elements hunters have to wait until their favorite season but shouldn't wait on gear which is why midway usa offers super fast shipping when you're ready for your next system Log on to MidwayUSA.com. Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. 
And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Very, very lucky now to be in this boat, but talk to me three years ago and I had nothing. I was 100% public damn near. Um, And I was out there getting burned like a lot of you guys. So that is the why before I get into more of the reasons of, or that's the how I'm not going to hunt it. Um, Because I have private land that I've acquired over time of doing the right thing, working, um, communicating with property owners and them getting to know me over a long-term time and opening it up slowly. Um, But more of the why. Um, For me, when you look at public land, I have a really hard time, and I know Josh Prophet has said it on my show multiple times, you need to break it down in chunks. Me, I've always been a guy like, I'm going to throw a bunch of cams out there in a shotgun pattern, and I'm going to try to find the biggest bucks, which is very, very... I've been very successful at. I've always had a giant buck to chase. Um, you know, like a world-class deer, I've been able to run enough cams in the right area to be on a deer that's 170 or better for the last five years, um, which is blows my mind, but they're out there in my area. If you put the work in, they're, they're there. You just got to find them. Uh, they are incredibly hard to kill, um, which gets into another thing. Um, but... In that big area, man, you're spread so thin. You got cams on this property that's 30 minutes away. You got cams on this property that's an hour and a half away. You got cams at 30 minutes over here, the other direction. You got, you know, two cell cams here, one cell cam there. You're trying to get all the data, trying to figure out what you want to do, trying to look at past data, and it can get muddy because you have so many bucks in the area that you want to hunt, and you only have so much time, and you can only hunt one tree at a time. So you got to go with your best odds. And on public land, I've done that time and time again. Go with your best odds. Go with your gut, whatever. Then you go in there. You go with your gut. You go to that cam. You realize that there's a guy in there, you know, a couple hours before you walking through, trying to set up. You think your night's over. You know, you might see a few deer, but you don't see your target buck. Then that guy walks past your stand on the way out. And you understand why now that you didn't see the deer that you're after. On public land, everything is uncontrollable. You can't tell a guy, say, hey, I'm going to be hunting over here. Like on private land, I hunt with other people. But I can say, hey, I have their number. I can message them and say, hey, I'm going to be hunting over here. And most of the time, 90% of the time, they're going to respect that and not go there. On public, it's free reign. You don't have everybody's number out there. You can't communicate with what you got going on. You could literally have a buck pinned up, tied down out there, know exactly where he's bedded, go out there and hunt him, and just not seal the deal um, because of other people's influence. Um, I have seen that, but to be straight up honest with you, I struggled on public land. I had a really hard time killing bucks on public land. A lot of good encounters. I did kill a couple, but my statistic you know, numbers of bucks, private land outweighs them heavily, like heavily, 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 because it's easier for me on public, on private land. I struggled on the public land. <clears throat> I could find the big deer, couldn't kill them. Um, that, like I said, I was just, I'm targeting too many bucks and I'm not good at that. That's something I'm not good at. I've learned over the years. I've said it on here. You run so many cams and you find these giants. You find the giants that you want to hunt and then you find a bunch of good bucks and you're trying to 
kill a buck. You're trying to kill a giant too. Um, and you're just trying to have a good hunt. You want to be where you see some deer and don't get busted by someone else. So you, uh, you, you go hunt, you, you look at your data and you try to pick the, the best point. But if you have six or seven, eight different public pieces of property that you're all trying to pull that off of different bucks, like I said, it gets muddies the water really quick and it's really hard to pick and choose where you want to go with private land you're automatically limited to a smaller area. You have a fence line that you cannot cross. Public land, most of the time, if you're on any kind of public, it's gigantic, and the fence lines are you know, very, very spread out. You have a whole bunch of different bucks to, to hunt. Um, but on the private, you have certain deer that you can hunt because that's the only deer that are there. You can't go find other deer, and that's where I fall short is I always, always want to, want to know what's in the next timber block, what's over the next hill. What's over here? What's a mile away? What's, you know, what's this water source? You, I'm always striving for more. And for me, once I figure out a piece of private and dial it in, I can't figure out much more about how the deer access the area. Once On that 10-acre piece that I hunt, I pretty much know how and where the deer move through that property. Because I've hunted it, I understand it, I've scouted it, and I've seen deer do deer stuff on that property. So when you hunt that many bucks, for me, I'm just not good at it, man. I, I second-guess myself. I choose the wrong stands, buck daylight in another area, should have went there. Um, you know, Especially when you run cell cams. You know, you're running as many cell cams as I do. It's That data is so weighing on where you hunt and where you don't hunt, and it should be because it's you know the most recent data you have. Um, but a lot of times you can pick the wrong stuff, especially if you have a couple different bucks and then you got to say, well, this buck's a little bit bigger. I want to go for him, but this buck might be more killable over here. And in my opinion, like I said, the deer on private land are going to be more killable than the deer on public land. People might be mad at me for saying that. Uh, people might, you know, you know, give me a pat on the back for saying that I have no idea, but that's what I believe. The deer on private land, at least the private land that I've hunted my whole entire life, they're easier to kill than public land deer. They're not as knowledgeable. They the access is better on private. You can you can understand the deer a little bit more because you're you're utterly understanding them in a certain area, not miles and miles and miles of ground that you're trying to understand how this deer is working through. You're only trying to work through that deer is what he's doing on your property and your property alone. Um uh, another thing that I don't like about um, public land, like I mentioned before, is the work-to-buck ratio. So if you look at my wall of bucks, and, which it's it's I'm very proud of it. I've worked hard to do it. It's nothing insane, um, but decent wall of bucks, right? Two of them bucks have come from public land. Now, if you look at all my years of hunting, I've hunted public not as much as private, but damn near now since I've spent three or four seasons only, you know, on public 90%. Um, my success rate is lower on public land, just straight up. I don't know if it's me not understanding the property, the, the falls, the, the fails that I have with targeting too many bucks, targeting too big of an area. Um, I put an insane amount of work to kill bucks, like ridiculous amount and and shout out to anybody that like this time of year you're out there scouting public 
and hanging cams. It's fun to say, but when you do it, it's 90 degrees. It's so hot. The grass is shoulder high. There's bugs and blackberry bushes. You can't even hang a cam because the shit's so thick. You got a weed whack or machete and area to be able to even hang the cam because you're going to get grass pictures anyways. Then the pictures that you get this time of year are they're hard to get high quality pictures unless you can bait or you know supplemental feed where deer is going to stand there because you're not they're not going to be hitting scrapes too often you can run them some um but it's hard to get good content on trail camera this time of year um like i said and it's dude it's so hot out there it's ridiculously hot when you get into those grassy woody areas um you're out there scouting just drenching sweat um, and some people love it and I loved it in the past, but that's not something I want to do now. I want to scout my private land, understand my private land, and I want to have fun killing bucks. Um, and I was catching myself on public, just not having fun. Will I shed hunt public? Of course. Will I hunt it a couple times a year? More than likely. Um, I'm still going to utilize public land, but just not as heavily as I was, um, to you know to since the past so another thing is the access to hunt the quality of bucks that i'm after um over the years the biggest deer that i have found have been on public land that was my drive to hunt public land because there's always a giant on there there's always there's always a giant somewhere you just got to look hard enough to find him and that's the case for me around here so these giant bucks would sway me so much that i would have a very a buck that i'm very very happy with killing like a really really solid buck and i would pass the opportunity to hunt him because i have two pictures of a giant on public land and I believe that he's out in this wood somewhere. I just got to pin him down and find him like these other guys can. I cannot do that. The On private land, there, I'm always, there's always a good solid couple bucks, maybe a big one on private land that I can chase. Always. That I'd be happy to kill. These, the, the ground that I got is, is good. There's always some bucks around that I'd be happy to kill on cam. Never had a year where it's not that case. Um, most of the time I have multiple bucks, you know, that I'm happy to kill. This year, if, if you know, I know a lot of them made it through last gun season and muzzleloader, um, I should have a banner year for, for big deer to be after. Um, but those giant bucks were swaying me so hard that I was missing the opportunity to kill these just good, solid private land deer because I wanted to kill that monster public land buck that everybody talks about, everybody podcasts about. I wanted to do that. And the desire for me to do that is gone now. I just don't have the desire to do that. I just want to kill good bucks and have a good time doing it. Um, So the quality of bucks that I want to kill, they're on private land. So I don't see the need for me to put in all this extra time and all this extra work and spread all my trail cameras out all over the place when I could take that time and put it into these quality bucks that I want to kill, take the trail cameras and run them in the area so I understand how to kill the bucks better 
instead of chasing that one mythical creature that's out there on public land that I got three trail cam pictures of that's, you know, a 190 out there, um, you know, if it all came together and I killed that deer, incredible. Like, that would make you want to do it more. But that hasn't been the case for me. I've encountered the bucks. I never killed them, though. And a lot of times I just get a couple picks and that's it. And then I'm out there all year banging around trying to get on this deer that is incredibly hard for me to kill because I can't pattern them because the property's too big um, and I'm spread out and I can't just narrow down on that buck because I'm, I'm trying to hunt all these private lands as well. Um, so with me, with me saying that I, this year, I'm just okay with settling for uh, killing a, a solid buck. Like if I, if I'm on buck and I said, yep, that's a shooter. I'm not going to pass up an opportunity on a bigger deer. If that deer is deemed killable. If I think I could go kill that deer, I'm going to go hunt him in the past. I didn't do that. I would go hunt subpar sets on a giant Instead of going for the, not for sure deal, but going for the way better chance deal. Um, time after time after time. And like I said, the big deer were, they were on public land, man. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's, uh, they're out there. It's just, you get to, to find them. Um, and another thing is, since I picked up this fourth property, um, my trail camera asset ratio to amount of ground that I want to cover um, I have decided that I'm not going to run any cams on public land. I had one spot that I had picked out that I was going to go hang a cam and I went out there and it, I just wasn't feeling it. It was hot. The grass was tall. The sign wasn't there like it used to be. There's a tree stand still hung up from last year. And, uh, <clears throat> with me and the amount of SD cards and cameras that I have stolen, I just decided that I'm going to save all my assets for, for private land. I'm going to, this, this bigger piece of private that I've got, I'm going to shotgun pattern that with trail cams, try to get as much as income, you know, intel as I can. Cause it's my first year hunting it. I don't have the intel. Um, and, and instead of wasting those assets somewhere else, I'm going to throw them all on, um, that big piece of uh, private and see what I can pull out. Um, because like I said earlier, there's nothing more, I would rather someone steal the whole camera than just the SD card. That's just the biggest slap in the face that someone feels comfortable cheating to get the pictures but not do the work to scout and hang the camera. Um, it just it just kills me. Um, but just to wrap it up, guys, why I'm not hunting public land, I spent too much time scouting, too big of properties, targeting way too many bucks, they're straight up harder to hunt. You're not only dealing with the bucks, you're dealing with people, you're dealing with access. I don't have enough assets to cover everything. My hunting pass to buck ratio is 90% private kills. Um, the access to hunt the quality of bucks that I want. I have the quality of bucks that I want on private land, so I don't need to go out on public land and search for something 10 inches bigger. Um, and, uh, I'm okay with settling for a solid buck this year or, you know, just killing a buck that I want to kill, targeting a buck, going after him and killing him and people and theft, SD cards, theft, cameras, theft, trail cam theft, or a tree stand theft, all that just wipes all that out on private land. That's stuff that you don't have to think about. 
Now, is it still challenging on private land to all the private land hunters that listen to this? Of course. If it was, we'd kill them all the time. But for me, I got my little setaway pockets, my little food plots that I have success on, my, you know, my urban piece that I almost killed two different bucks. I was on, I was full draw three times one day over there. Um, they all still live. I got trail cam pictures of them late into the year. Um, I'm looking really good going into season for quality of and size of bucks to kill and the amount and like i said the main reason was time and my son is going to be hunting with me and i don't want him to access go way in deep to find some deer put in a bunch of work not have a good hunt not seeing a deer not have any success when you could have a closer to the truck private land hunt with more success more fun um and probably have a higher success rate of the especially for the quality of deer he's he's looking for a five or six point guys that's like what he wants to kill for his first buck um so that's why i won't be hunting uh public land this year um to all the public land hunters out there shout out to you guys you guys are some dogs man and i I got a lot of friends that are strictly public land um and they don't have the access to private like i do but one thing i would suggest is just trying to get some access to private because I, it's it's enjoyable to scout and to work and do this and do that, but it's really, really enjoyable to go out, have a good hunt. Nobody comes in and busts you. All your stuff is there. It's not getting stolen. You leave. You know you can go back there. You know no one's going to be in there messing up all the stuff that you just hung. You know no one's going to be hanging a stand over the mock scrape that you just made and put a trail camera on two days ago. So you got a buck hitting, and then a guy hangs a stand 60 yards from it. Um, you're not going to have that. You're going to have a timber that is left alone until you go back out there. Um, so to me, that is way more valuable with the amount of time that I want to dedicate to hunting, and that's why I won't be hunting public land this year. So that was a lot of lot of spitballing at you. Hopefully you can gain something from that. Um put it in your bank maybe think about picking up a a piece of private um or maybe they got you thinking that you want to hunt public because you want that challenge you want that thrill you want to beat that other guy on that buck that's something i wanted but that's something i don't want now i don't want to do that i just want to hunt and have fun and have you know good hunts that's all i want um so like always always try to do the right thing try to leave a legacy And Whitetail Legacy is out until I'm coming in your holes next Wednesday, 11 a.m. Central Time. Love you guys. Thank you. You'd think, with four of us spread out on a tiny island, that the task of tagging a whitetail would not be a big thing. But, as I've learned, no matter where I've been, whitetails can be damn tricky. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. When you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. 
Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.